Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hey, here is an extra little Christmas bonus, as I promised. There would be more, and this is uh, one more. Bonus uh, is a curious word. Is this a bonus to your life? It it may well not be. Um, Anyway, here is a short stand-up set uh, that I did for um, former podcast, uh, Holger Hestermeyer, who's a professor at uh, King's College um, University, and he uh, lectures in law and trading disputes and... um, I can't remember the official title. I'm not going to look it up. It's Christmas. Can't be bothered. But he does lots of clever things and is generally someone very, very worth following um, just for all EU disputes and and everything else. Um, And it was a talk that I was doing with him and with uh, Ian Dunt, who you may know who talks a lot about Brexit and works politics.co.uk, is the editor of there. And we discussed um, comedy in current times when everything is quite so bleak. Um, But before we did discussion, uh, I did a little stand upset for all the law students that were watching um i didn't do it on this lovely microphone so it doesn't sound as nice as this also it was the beginning of december so everything has changed since then um plus everyone that was watching was on mute um so there's no laughs and you're probably thinking tiernan it's just like one of your normal gigs then ha yeah thanks um but look i hope you enjoy i thought i'd put this out there and then you've got it and it hopefully there'll be some laughs in it that you haven't already heard on the podcast or heard me do before it's not the most coherent set i've done recently um because i hadn't done a gig for like a month thanks to lockdown and this was the first one back so it's a little bit all over the place uh i've done sets since but i didn't record them because i'm an idiot so anyway look here you go bonus comedy i hope it makes you giggle at least once and in which case it has been worth it um and then uh i'm gonna see you at some point or you'll hear from me really you won't see me unless uh, you've got some secret hacking into my computer's video camera which uh, stop it it's not nice anyway look i'll be back at some point in january before then you're probably going to hear from a uh, long-time uh, podcast guest newstradamus with some uh, predictions for 2021 um but this is over and out for partly political broadcast have a lovely christmas and a happy new tears system thank you very much for being here Jenna. it's all over to you Ah, thank you, Holger. Um, that's lovely of you. Thank you. I, I would say that it's uh, very nice to be here, but I'm at home and I'm really bored of that. Uh, so, 
it's really dull being home, isn't it? No one's really mentioning that probably one of the real concerns about Christmas this year is the prospect of even more weeks at home eating and watching telly. It's not really a holiday anymore. It's just sort of a form of cruel, cruel torture. I've had enough. Um, Obviously, that's not the real worry of Christmas in 2020. Uh, The real worry is that everyone's grandparents already know what you're going to get them. Um... It is, it is nice to be here, though. I'm, genuinely, it's exciting uh, doing a stand-up gig. As Holger mentioned, I was a stand-up comedian uh, until COVID. Uh, it turns out that my job of being in a windowless room with poor ventilation, shouting at people that I don't know, um, isn't particularly good for an airborne virus. Who knew? Um, so instead, it's sort of been a lot of online gigs like this where I can't hear any of your laughs. So not that different to a gig with a live audience for me, I guess. Um, I have actually done some live audience gigs this year. And during them, I've been able to pretend that if people don't laugh, uh, they were just doing it in order to save lives. So that's been uh, reassuring. Um, Anyway, I'm sorry, I've realised that I've started this by complaining about my situation. And lots of you out there are students. Um, I can't imagine what it's been like uh, for you paying thousands and thousands for what you thought was an education, but was instead the sort of longest, most drawn out escape room possible. Um, Not even easy to find clues when they're all hidden in hour long lectures and you have to use them all together to find your way to a job that might not even exist by next year. Um, I did think it sounded really cool, though, when the government said that students would go home for the holidays in this sort of evacuation style plan, because I reckon that must be like helicopters and SAS troops kind of helping you out of your rooms. Um, But of course, turned out like everything else, they meant evacuation as in bowel and it would just be shit. Um, But yeah, well done to you for doing that and being here and, and sort of getting through the year. I'm in huge admiration of everyone that studies legal things. Um, The only type I can sort of remotely comprehend is Cole's law, uh, which I still don't really understand. Um, I don't know, what is it What is it like for you in 2020, studying law? Can you only do bar exams if you have a substantial meal with them? Is that how it works? Um, I don't know. I, I, I just think it must be tough. It's, you know, you've not only had to deal with COVID, but with doing law, you've also had to deal with human paper cut Pretty Patel denouncing lawyers for being activists because um, they were active and working, uh, which, does that annoy you? It might bother you. I've sort of been thinking, actually... It's probably okay to do that, isn't it? As long as every single other job in the world also has a similar descriptive adjective before it. You know, for example, twice disgraced bully home secretary, then that would be fine. Um, It's just odd, isn't it, that we've got a government that isn't that bothered with abiding by the law. And I can't work out why that is. Is it because it'll get in the way of a kind of post-Brexit feudal system that they've got planned? Do we need any trade regulation when the lords of the land are just going to be solving disputes by picking a village child to represent them in the Hunger Games? Um, You know, I mean, the government did say they'd only breach international law in a very limited and specific way, uh, but that's how they do everything, isn't it? In a limited and specific way. I, I mean, they say they're building 40 new hospitals, but in a limited and specific way, that means they're only really doing six. Oh, Brexit is done, but only in a limited and specific way, which means it isn't done at all. And of course, they've got a control of a virus in a very limited and specific way, which means the Isle of Wight doesn't have it, but everywhere else is absolutely riddled. Um, I should... I I need to start this with good news, really, don't I? It was a very bleak start to it all, but I feel like I should acknowledge that there's been really good news this week um, with the vaccine rollout, uh, which uh, is good for everyone except me, because now I've got to think of another brilliant excuse to avoid social events. Um, But it's, it's good news, but it's hard to trust that this government 
is going to roll it out properly without just sort of, you know, into the sea, uh, you know, or that they've somehow ordered 800,000 shaken vacs, um, you know, or that it'll come through, but you'll have to drive 500 miles to a theme park uh, to get one where an untrained three-year-old will have several goes trying to jab you in the arm, but end up injecting themselves. And then you'll catch COVID from the door handle on your way out. It's... um. It's just difficult to have faith in anything. You know, our sentient portaloo of a prime minister, Boris Johnson, said that he's going to get vaccinated live on TV just to prove it's safe. And I do think that should work as it'll allow everyone to see the injection next to an actually dangerous bigger prick. Um, But... You know, the issue is, the big issue is lots of people don't think it's safe. And I'm starting to wonder if the real way to do it and to distribute it to everyone in Britain would just be to put it in an alcoholic energy drink. And then I reckon we'd all have five or six of them every single happy hour. It must be really gutting for coronavirus that no matter how hard it tries, misinformation spreads quicker. I mean, like if coronavirus really wants to get to everyone, it's going to have to mutate into a terrible and uncredited bar chart. That will spread like wildfire. Um, but I do, I do understand. I don't know if I do understand anti-vaxxers a little bit. There's a lot of criticism about anti-vaxxers, but as a parent, I understand them. Um, since I became a dad uh, two and a half years ago, I really understand the anti-vaxxers stance a lot more. Um, not least because my daughter got all her vaccines, and when all their kids are really, really ill, riddled with measles, she can become queen. So well on board with that. Um, the vaccine conspiracies are amazing, aren't they? Do you like them? I quite enjoy them. Um, like the one about, oh, it's a plot by Bill Gates. No, it's not. All Microsoft antivirus software is shit. You wouldn't have a chance. Um, oh, they're injecting microchips. Are they? How do McCain's make them so small? I mean, saying that, I am up for getting potato goods uh, put into my bloodstream, however possible. Um, but it's just always the most bonkers uh, sort of conspiracies, aren't they? All the reasons for not wanting to wear a mask were all just batshit. You know, oh, it's oppressive wearing a mask. Is it? Fancy dress parties must be a nightmare for you. The only people who are really oppressed by everyone wearing masks are bank robbers. And now they've lost the element of surprise. Oh, but what if I wear a mask and I forget what my face looks like and I never open my post and I stop speaking to my family as I think there's someone else's? Oh, what if I wear a mask because people think it's bunting on my face and they hold a village fate on my forehead and I get jam in my eyes? I think the thing is, is that most humans, right, aren't clever enough to carry out most of the conspiracies that people think exist, right? Um, Pre-pandemic, I was in the supermarket, and which you can still go to, uh, uh, apparently. And in fact, it's one of the main areas where COVID is spreading right now, because I guess every little helps. But this is pre-pandemic. I was in the supermarket, and there was a man in a full suit, and he had his like bag stuck in a shopping trolley. So when the buckles had kind of slid up the rails but instead of just pulling it out and down he was just trying to shake it out which didn't work and he was there for ages and ages and ages just shaking his bag and I just couldn't stop watching him and thinking there is no way we fake the moon landings it's just not possible is it it's not possible it's the same with the government you know there is no way this government are going to be able to arrange secret microchip injections uh, when their entire plan to defeat covid so far is just an abject refusal to understand how germs work You know, I'm pretty certain that the government's plan is just to hope that the virus will think this is too easy and then give up, because what's the point? It's it's like one of the most galling things, I think, of our times is that I used to be like really certain that I couldn't be in a position of power such as like a cabinet minister or prime minister because I didn't have the right skills or understanding to do it. 
But it turns out I just haven't been failing hard enough at stuff uh, to get one of those jobs. Like I've burnt toast before or I've fallen over for no reason, but I've never spent 12 billion pounds on a phone app that didn't work. Right. Otherwise, I could have been prime minister. I wasn't I wasn't being shit enough. Isn't that depressing? I like really loved during lockdown watching all the daily briefings because it was so reassuring to see that even though I'd been sat in my pants all day eating crisps, I'd still been more useful to the country than a prime minister who was insisting that actually responsible parenting is driving your child around in a car when you aren't sure that your eyes are working. Um, and that made me feel really good about myself. So that was nice. Of course, uh, Boris Johnson does know what responsible parenting is, and that's why he's able to avoid it so effectively. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Um, so, yeah, but I'm just saying that I, I, I do understand why people don't trust the government with the vaccine, you know, and it's not because they haven't got some they've got some evil super plan with it. Um, but it's because, you know, we've got a government where even the Home Secretary can't bully people intentionally, apparently. Um, it's like, you know, this vaccine is like a good thing, but it's in the hands of completely useless, terrible fuckwits. Right. And, that, and that's the same with it. Like Brexit. Is similar. I'm not. I didn't necessarily think Brexit was a good thing. Um, I'm a big fan of freedom of movement, except in performance dance, because what is that? It's just flouncing around, isn't it? How is that meant to mean anything? But I just mean that there. I feel like there could have been a sensible way to do Brexit that didn't just mean that global Britain meant that we're going to have to make this whole country our entire world because we're going to have no contact with anyone else at all. Like I just don't understand how the attitude is constantly. Britain is the best country, but please. Please don't come here. It's odd, isn't it? We're the best country ever, but don't don't come here. Don't come and check. Please don't have a look. It's like saying my girlfriend is super hot, but you can't see a picture of her as she doesn't show up on cameras. Just immensely suspicious. And I feel like, you know, they could have had a good thing with Brexit, but instead they've just they've just made it a mess. And it's a bit like the vaccine, like this vaccine could cure everything. But it's like scientists then said, oh, but we've given it to this crow with a knife. And you know, why have you done that? Oh, can I have the vaccine? Arrgh! Can I have the vaccine? Arrgh! And it ends up being a lot more difficult. And so with Brexit from January the 1st, Kent is going to be turned into a weird giant car park, which seems unfair as it's the only place in the country that actually has a deal. Um, and deal is a name of a small town in Kent. That joke is just for me. Um, really, I went to deal once uh, when I was at uni to pick up drugs, which felt really appropriate. 
and I've just realised I'm talking to law students about illegal activity and travelling. Uh, so I'm sorry, this is very mean on all levels. Um, I just think that if there were people in charge, you could at least convincingly pretend not to be shit. It would really help us all right now. Um, but everything, they're just shit at everything. You know, even the system to check what tier your area was in, you know, last week, crashed on the day it was launched. I was certain for several minutes that I was in tier 404 and I started boarding up the windows and seeing how long I could hold my breath for. It was terrifying. Like testing. Testing this year has become like the replacement for music festivals because you get to travel for ages just to end up in a car park. You have various things shoved up your nose and you find out days later if you've caught something. One of the biggest plans of this year was to tell people to eat out in restaurants more in the middle of a pandemic with the awful slogan of eat out to help out. I mean, at least go with fellatio because the economy's slow, nosh off for more coughs or give head because there's already 50,000 dead. Any of those would have been better. And then there was the whole choosing to clap for the NHS uh, while still not providing them with enough PPE because that applause would be enough. And often it just sort of felt like the final ovation before the show ended. It was the hypocrisy of that that really bothered me. I mean, like NHS and teachers must all be heroes by continuing to work regardless of how safe it is. And you think, well, if the government are that big on dying for an ideological cause, why aren't they more supportive of suicide bombers? And, you know, we all knew there'd be a second wave seemingly before the government did. It's like a new Batman film. No one wanted or needed it, but those making the decisions were far more interested in cash, so it was inevitable. At least Batman was upset his parents had died. Um, But, of course, you know, everything is going to plan and it's all world-beating and the government have saved Christmas just in a sort of Munchausen by proxy way um, and they're not going to be the ones who are going to cancel Christmas so instead all the press can say it was Maoists or pagans or something who want to call it an inclusionary winter bumfest and ruin it. And, uh, you know, we'll all be told, well, there's a cost to Christmas but it'll be fine because there's a cost every year and, if anything, this way there'll be less presents to buy for next time. And the government are now going to be completely different uh, because cursed Giacometti sculpture Dominic Cummings has gone and so they'll have a full reset, which will work. It won't work. Turning a machine on and off again doesn't work when it's full of piss and has rats living in it. So it's weird that anyone's going to assume that Boris Johnson might now become the more liberal character that he was before. What, the one who said that Muslim women look like letterboxes? Which was... Uh, Terrible statement, not just because it was racist, but also why does he think letterboxes have eyes behind them? Where is he posting his letters? Terrifying. So, I'm just saying that we've got, we're in a country where we have someone in charge whose entire bag is just doing the bare minimum uh, in order to say that they've done something so that they can, you know, so we can't say that they've done nothing. And that is where we are. That's the entire thing that they do. And we should have known that for years. Boris Johnson, before he was prime minister, was mainly known for rugby tackling a child, spending millions failing to build a bridge and building a cable car in the only part of London where there's absolutely nothing to see on ground level. Um, and that's his whole modus operandi. You know, it's, uh, you know, he'd tell you that he'd saved your house from going on fire while standing among smouldering ashes holding a single mug. And I, I've been given a sort of unique, like, view of all of this, I think, by being parent to a toddler, because my daughter is very much like the government in so many ways. Like, she takes lots of credit for things she hasn't done. She'll say, I put my shoes on myself when I've just had to put her shoes on for her. And then she won't accept any blame, like, for making a mess and won't tidy it up. And she wants lots of things that aren't realistic and gets really upset when she can't have them. Like, the other day she demanded warm ice. And all of that's made me realise, I think, we're just in this strange situation where a government almost represents us and the people we are at the moment. We're all toddlers, we're all being 
quite selfish. I say we're all, I'm generalising horrifically, right? Because the virus has shown what people really want from life. And some of us, I think, want kindness and more time with loved ones and want to cherish nature and want a cleaner world and to come out of this thinking we really need to change things for the better. Whereas for other people, they've had this virus and they've realised that it means lots of people should die if it means they can still get a prep wrap. And it's that selfishness that I think has sort of come through and landed us with this government. It's that selfishness where people feel like everything has to be about them and so they get angry about things that they don't have any need to get angry about. You know, vegan sausage rolls, how dare they? It doesn't matter, just don't eat it. Just don't have one. If you don't like them, don't have one. You don't have to have a vegan sausage roll. You know, no one's making you... um, you know, the only time you should be upset about what someone else is eating is if they're eating you. Then you can be livid. You've eaten my baby. You can get upset. You know, someone's changed their gender. Why do you care? Why do you give a shit? Doesn't matter. Someone else's life. If someone's changed your gender without asking, then you should get very upset. That is awful. You won't know how to pierce. It'd be terrible. It'd be really confusing. The only time you should really be upset about what gender something is, is when you're studying another language. Very confusing. You know, uh, French, for example. Why do I give a shit whether this table is male or female? Is it going to try and fuck my dinner or give birth to a smaller table in the middle of it? No, it's just bonkers, you know. And uh, people are angry about all those things for no real reason. And, I, and I, I, there's, it's this frustration, I think, that, that things aren't perfect for them. And I, I'll end with this. I, I, I moved flat about a year and a half ago. And the, and the place that I used to live on, I always saw as a sort of microcosm of the world as it is now. Right. And if you don't know what a microcosm is, it's like a cousin, but really small. And uh, this road, right, it had... Uh, it, it didn't have space for cars to park on both sides of the road, but cars parked on both sides of the road, right? So no two cars could go down it at the same time in opposite directions. And and it was done like that because it's, it's a road in North London. It was built hundreds of years ago when people didn't have cars. Uh, they had horses and they didn't used to double park their horses. Uh, and they didn't used to bring in their fucking massive shire horses from the country that would take up all the space. Um, and they didn't used to vertically park their Shetland ponies and screw up the whole system. And so what would happen is sort of two or three times a week, two cars would meet head on in the road and they'd refuse to back down. They'd refuse to back down. They'd always be like, you get out of the way. I, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a rush. You get out of the way. I'm in a rush. And they'd always be shouting. And there'd sometimes be threats of violence, beeping. People would turn their engines off, sit in the car. We'd often have to come out onto the street, act like UN peacekeepers and try and break it up. And there'd always be a kid or a dog in the back looking like they wanted to die, right? And cars would pile up behind them. And they're all causing pollution on our road. And I just used to look out my window at them and think, like, why are you doing this? You're, this is, you're just wasting your life away pointlessly. And you could be, you know, just move out of the way and let the other person pass and get on with it. But you could see in their eyes that they just wanted to win something for themselves. There was like this rage of just going, I just need to beat this prick at something. I just need to, I just need to win something. I've, I've been at my shitty work. I'm going to my shitty home. I'm going to watch something shitty on TV. I'm so angry about everything. And I just want to know that when I die, I've won one thing and I've beaten this one person here. Right. It's rage. And, and I was just imagined, right, that maybe I'd go down and I'd open the door and that, that one day I'd just sort of knock on their windows and say, hey, just just turn your engines off, right? Stop idling your engines, turn your engines off. 
come out, embrace each other. Obviously, it's pre-pandemic. That would be a terrible idea now. But embrace each other. Take off your clothes. Strip off. Embrace each other. Walk into the fields. Listen to the bird song. Look at the sky. Embrace what it's like to be human. Embrace the, the sounds of being alive and how wonderful and special it is that, that we're all here and how magical this is, right? And just enjoy life for what it is and stop being so petty. That's what I always imagined doing. Um, but instead, I used to go down with a squidgy cloth, tap on their windows and ask for a quid, and they'd fuck off really, really quickly. Anyway, uh, that was probably at super speed. It's very hard to work out timing when uh, I can't hear any of you, but I hope that was all all right. And uh, thank you tons, <laughs> Olga, for having me. Subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, Headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.